some days I just want to have conversations with women like me or young girls like the one I used to be. Women who understand, hopefully the same way that I do in almost all the same ways, you know. Sometimes I feel the weight get heavier than I'm willing to handle. I would like a place to go. A place where even though my voice shakes, it's okay to speak without fear of being labeled a victim or being reduced to the pain as my identity. If you, like me, just want to know that you're not alone, then you've come to the right spot. Hi, my name is Tumishe, and you're welcome to the Leaning Us Girls podcast. Hey there. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Thank you for listening in. So in the last 42 or so hours, um, I felt a range of emotions at the state of things in Nigeria, which is my own country and also where I live. As regards to human rights and I mean, should we just say the absolute lack of disregard for it? I've heard so many horrid stories on SARS and police brutality in general that just made me want to crawl out of my skin. So today I have my friend with me and we're going to speak on some things that we believe should matter to us right now as Nigerians, Nigerian women, just Nigerians in general, and even our friends abroad. Now, um, for my international listeners who are wondering what SARS is, it is an acronym for the Special Anti-Robbery Squad, a unit that is under the Nigerian police, I mean created as a unit under the Nigerian police that was set up as a special arm to combat robberies and terrorist activities. But somehow it has made it his life mission to kill and illegally extort and arrest innocent young citizens for basic things such as possession of a phone, a laptop, or sometimes even a fresh air cut. It's ridiculous, I know. But this has been going on for years. It has been going on for years. I mean, this has been a menace that has been going on for years. So at some point, there was a call to ban, there was a call to reform, but now we're just calling for it to end. To, I mean, for the government to just put an end to it because it's clear at this point that nothing good can come out of this unit. This unit has done nothing but terrorize Nigerians, has done nothing but rape our women, has done nothing but just disregard the human rights of our young people, and it just has to end. So, um, you know, we for for in the last couple of days, this is what has been going on in Nigeria. We've been having protests around the country in Lagos, Abuja, Ibadan, um, Ikiti, different places really. And um, at first, I didn't want to record this episode out of respect for that because I wanted every every focus to be on it. But then I thought, why not do an episode because there's actually something to talk about here on the subject. So I thought, why not do an episode? on the subject. I mean, something to let you know, I mean, for to let listeners know, for those of you who have not been following the conversation, to let you know how to be a part of the conversation. And for those of you who are already a part of the conversation, to just, um, you know, share one or two things with my friend. So today, I, I'm going to be speaking with my friend Nancy. My friend Nancy Olive is an actor and she's a TV pre- presenter and she's just an all-around baby girl. Love her so much. So I'm going to bring her on now, and then we're just going to have, you know, conversations about this. Hi, Nancy. Hey, babe. Hey. I'm on the podcast. You are. Look at you, blown, like fully blown. <laughs> like nobody can tell you shape. Nobody can tell you shape, man. You made it. You can't tell me nothing. You can't tell you nothing. 
Oh my god, you guys, I'm so sorry. Like, when are we my friend? This is how foolish I get. Like, I have the most ridiculous people in my life. Like, super amazing people, but they are also really ridiculous. They can't be serious. But yeah, we're going wow, to try. Yeah, yeah, but we're going to try. So, <laughs> can you stop? Like, this is actually a serious thing. Can you be serious? Alright, okay. alright. Okay, but but like on a serious note, thank you so much for doing this, babe. You know I love you, and you know this means a lot to me. So thank, thank you for doing you. this. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome, baby. Um, so how are you feeling? How are you how are you today, just generally? Um, you know what? Today I feel better than yesterday. I think yesterday was I uh, I had a ton of emotions. Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. And it was just a lot. Yeah. But I mean, I'm I'm not even about making any progress, so it's not like I'm. But I know, I understand. Like, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a whole lot actually. It is a whole lot. Like I felt like so many emotions myself. Like I felt felt a range of emotions, and I said it like at the opening when I was opening this. I've just felt so much. Yesterday I felt pain. I felt anger. I still feel anger. I just felt, I mean, there was a part of me that felt so proud to be associated with so many great individuals who just, I mean, to just witness this in my lifetime somehow gave me hope yesterday about this country to see how, you know, all of us just came together and just started to do stuff and people were doing, you know, just this really amazing things, raising money, how we were all just, you know, worried about the lady who got shot in the mouth, which we're going to talk about later. And um, I think that one thing that for me stands out in all of this is now that we we have decided to do this and we started this, it's not something we can back off from. We can't even afford to back down because backing down now means that we not only go back to where we started from, but it's going to get worse. Yes. Yes. So we I, can't. I, we can't. I mean, this is like a win. This is like a win or win situation, really. Like. Yes. We don't have any yes. other choice. Like, we don't. We don't we have don't a choice. Have any choice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. So yeah, there's that. Um, I know that this is like a special episode, and we're honoring what is happening in our country right now, which is you know the NSAS protest that's going on all, all over the country, and how we're uh-huh. we're trying to make the government you know hear our voice and know that we do matter in you know um, the things that happen to us as you know, as a people, as a country generally. But there's something that I usually do at the start of every episode, which is to ask my guests, if you had the opportunity to have a superpower, what would it be? Um, um, can I just, like, say that my superpower would be... No, can I have two superpowers? <laughs> You're supposed to get one, but yeah, you get two, because, I mean, yeah. Okay, great, great. Best one would be just close my eyes and close any food, and I'll have. Oh my god, you're such. Oh. <laughs> she chose food, guys. Food. I told you I have ridiculous friends, but yeah, go on. The common one would be. You know what? I would actually buy the same people's Ah, okay. Are you sure about that, though? You know, that's the thing. You know how all these powers work. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the good guy and the bad guy, but yeah, I would like to think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, not just read their minds, but like, really control their minds. Oh, okay, okay. 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 Yeah. 
I mean, now that this man to I know. I just thought about it. I'm like, that's actually not a bad idea because then we can co- just control him to just end the fucking thing. Like, just end it. Anyway, I mean, I I I've said mine on on countless occasions, and it's the the ability to keep pain. But today, I'm just going to say I want a new superpower, and it is to just do as Nancy has just said, like be able to just control what people do. Because then, yes. today, right in this minute, I will be controlling every single person who is a government official because I'm tired. Like, I just I'm want them to do their yes. jobs. And I just well, want them to, yeah, I just want them to, you know, um, do it like they actually do care about the people that they, you know, they, they were elected to serve. But anyway, here's well, hoping. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, so I think we should start this conversation by talking about in general. So um, something happened, I don't know, like, I think in the course of this week, and it just got me thinking a lot about how we generally have a very, very terrible culture of not respecting people's choices around here. And when I say people's choices, I mean, like, we're very dismissive of people. And when I say we, you get what I mean. Like, I'm, I mean, like, Nigerians in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Nigerians don't... In yeah, in general. Like, there's just this lack of respect or, or regard for people's rights to exist as whoever they want to exist as. Either we're doing that on moral grounds or we're doing it on religious grounds. I mean, there's just always something that people think gives them the right to dictate how someone else should live, how someone else should dress, how someone else should talk. And I feel like it's it's important in this conversation because it plays a huge role in who we are generally as a people and the kind of um, leadership that we have and the kind of yeah. policies that they put in place. Yeah. Because for the longest time as women, we've been shouting, you know, and saying that we aren't safe. Nothing is being done. We're treated like we don't matter. And, you know, just generally, everybody just, you know, dismisses it because, I mean, you should be grateful for, I mean, that you even get to exist and, you know, you know what I mean. Also, there's the, there's the old, I mean, I I kept thinking yesterday about how LGBTQ people in Nigeria, despite the fact that I know that there was a law that was passed, but despite that, there's a lot of times that, you know, these people have been victims of police brutality and they would come online and say, these people are maiming us. These people are exploiting us because of our sexuality. And people would say, oh, that's what you deserve, right? Yes, exactly. Like, who sent you? Who sent you? Exactly. There's a law in Nigeria. I mean, Nigerians are always quick to do to jump on, on things like that and say, oh, of course, if you're gay, you deserve anything that you have. But what we do not know is... So the concept of freedom doesn't only apply to you because you are male. The concept of freedom does not only apply to you because you are classed. It's supposed to apply to everyone. And until we get to a place... Everyone, yeah. So until we get to a place where we actually, actually realize and come to, you know, a general consensus that if we are not all free, none of us is free. I don't know where... Are going to get to that point because I was thinking about this yesterday, and I was saying, look at how everyone has you know, come together. No one's even talking about, oh, this is what this person wants to come back to me. 
all have one goal and it's just to say and sucks. Yeah. And I was thinking about, you know, all the times that individuals have come out to say, Oh, this is what happened to me personally yeah. and people will just come up and start talking smack, talking about oh, why are you doing that again? Why why are you just like that? Yeah. But someone just says something about how for the people that are clamoring for answers are criminals. Because if you are very criminal, why are you going around with laptop like I'm just like you know what? Like deep so side. <laughs> so I'm looking at the replies and people are cussing out people and I'm thinking, see this is what when people are talking about feminists are talking about how old women are going through or when LGBT people are talking about old ridiculousness that you're saying is the reason why we need to work with the abuse that you denied. You see how ridiculous it sounds and how it makes your skin crawl. Yeah. It's actually really... I don't know when we will get to that point. So the thing is, for me, I mean, I've been thinking about it a lot, and I think that it's it's really really sad that we don't see we don't see that every single thing is connected because it is. If you, the, it's very simple. So if if a government feels like they can trample on human rights in a particular area, they feel like they can trample on human rights in every area, and that's the truth. In every area. It's, it's only about it's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. Everybody everybody can get like do you understand? This is a anybody can get a situation. So it's not a matter of if or will will it happen. It's a matter of when is this going to happen. It will happen. Because it will definitely happen. It will definitely happen. And it's playing all out in I mean, it's playing all out in front of us. We see how um, even just yesterday, for example, even just yesterday, in the midst of all of that protest, right, there were still women yeah. with complaints about being harassed or being, you know, afraid for their lives because someone was trying to get their number. I don't know if you saw that video online of the lady who... I saw that video. I saw that. And it pained me to my entire... Like, it hurts because this is what we've been saying this entire time. And... You know, I was before that video... Uh, went viral. I don't know when she posted it, but I know that like a few hours before I saw the video. Yeah. People were already tweeting to say, Oh, please, I know that you were protesting, but please go with your protest body. Yeah. 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 And a bunch of people came and said, Came and said it was wrong timing. Then that was wrong timing. What is that? There's no such thing as wrong timing. First time, not the last time. That meant yes. I protest. It happens all the time. Protest that some brands don't come and harass it. I saw I saw a picture of the girls that slept over at the house. Yeah. And the first thing that came to my mind is, oh Lord, I hope. I hope they are fine. Thank you. I thought that too. And this is our life as women. Like this is what we do every single time. You see a picture, your heart skips a bit. You see someone on the road, and you're wondering, oh my God, is she going to be okay? Like we have to consist. Like we constantly have to deal with that. So for someone to now come and say, oh, let's stay on focus. This is not the this is not the right time to discuss sexual harassment. I'm like, are you, are you, are you foolish? Are you dizzy? Because 
one, I'm just going to put it out there. There's never a wrong time to talk about sexual harassment because it happens to us every freaking time. Like, every day, every single second. As we're speaking now, a, a, a woman is currently being harassed. So, you cannot say that there's a right time or that there's a wrong time. And this thing about not being able to chew and talk, a bit to chew and a bit to talk and walk at the same time. Like, we can do both. So we can stay on course and trend hashtags and go out and protest and donate. And we can still tell women to be careful how they, you know, how they move out there. Because we know it's not safe still. I think what baffles most is why it takes people so much that women are telling you are telling women this tribe Exactly. Like, how is that even harmful to anyone? I don't get That's great advice. Like, you should even tell yourself that I'm about it. Even you as a guy or whatever, I should try to take. But it's not like you don't rock people up protest. True, true. I'm telling my sister that look, I'm going out. I'm making you angry. It's just ridiculous because in my mind I'm like, are you going are you going out to harass somebody? Is that why this bothers you so much? Are you so much? Yeah. Because it, it doesn't make any sense actually why you would be bothered that women are telling other women to be careful out there because, you know, there are still people out there who... People join protests for all kinds of reasons. And even though this particular protest is one that I'm not even mad at any reason why anyone is joining because we need the numbers. But still... We do. But still, as women, we have to be careful because this is, like, what... This is our life every day. Every day you have to go out and worry about, you know someone looking at you the funny, a funny way or someone saying something inappropriate to you. So imagine how you feel having to stand side by side and protest with these people. And that's another thing. Like, honestly, to every woman out there, let me just take a detour and say to every woman out there, you are, you are all fucking heroes. Like, you can't tell me shit. Women will change the world. Can we just talk? I swear... Women are going to change the world. Can we just quickly talk about how women mobilized themselves yesterday and got, like, people to just donate and... People came out. People, people came. Donated. Do you understand? People, like, every, every single thing that they said, oh, we need this in the twinkle of an eye. In minutes, it was done. It was it was sorted. It was sorted. And there was no need for long conversation. No. No. So up so yeah, women. I mean, <laughs> like up women, up my ladies. like you guys are the, you're just like the real MVPs to be honest. And women, again, I say women are going to change the world because, contrary to everything that we've yeah. been told or contrary to every conversation that's been had and how we're just made to feel like we don't matter or we can't make the right choices because we are emotional and they are logical. <laughs> I see how with all of these emotions, y'all are doing the most. You're doing the best. So, I mean, don't you ever fucking stop. This is just your daily reminder that you are, you are that, like, all of you are those bitches, whatever that means. You is that bitch. Like, you girl. is that bitch, girl. You is that bitch. Anyway, to behave yourself. So, yeah, really. Um, okay, so now let's talk about NSAS, really. Like, let's talk about... So yesterday, um, yesterday brought a lot of more things into perspective for me as regards this whole SAS thing. So um, personally, I've only at, had this experience once and it wasn't such a, I mean, I, I don't like it. 
sometimes I think about it and I don't even feel like it's something I should share. And that's that's a bad thing because I think about it like in comparison with what other people share, mine feels like a walk in the park, which is stupid because what I went through, nobody even deserves to go through that, right? So um, a couple of weeks ago, I was out, I was out for drinks. I was, uh, I, I just wrapped a shoot and then I was supposed to meet my friends for drinks. And he, he ran a little late into the night. So on my way back, I got stopped by, you know, some of these SAS officials at the checkpoint in Lekki. I was driving and they just told me to park. So I parked and then they asked for papers and then I showed it to them. And of course, he told me to wind, to wind down the glass and then he started to shine his torchlight on me. I was wearing shorts. I'm always, I'm almost always wearing shorts anyways. So he was shining this, you know, he just kept doing this whole, you know how they flash their lights on you. and Yeah. yeah. So he kept like, you know, putting his lights on my tights and just, and he was like, where are you coming from? I was like, um, work. And then I was out with my friends. I'm on my way back home. And then he, he says, can I, I need to see your ID card. So I bring it out and then I show it to him. And next thing is, no, this is not a valid ID card. I'm not taking this as a valid ID card. I know. So in my mind, I'm there, I'm sitting there and I'm like, what consists, what, what exactly cons- constitutes a valid ID card? You a asked me, thank you. So how do you know? Do I need to get like a chip on it? Or is there a government code that I'm supposed to have? Is there, you know, it, there was just a lot going through my mind. Of course, I didn't ask him and I wasn't going to come down from the car. But the interesting yes. thing here was on that same, I mean, just there where I was parked on the side of the road, I could see so many other ladies who they had already stopped and had come down from their cars and were begging. And some who they were already saying, no, you're going to follow us, you know. And I was already getting scared, like, okay, what is this about? So it wasn't like I was the only lady there. Luckily for me, I was coming back with my friends, remember, and they are driven ahead of me, so I could still call them to say, oh, I got stopped and this is happening. Mm-hmm. Luckily for me, one of the people I was hanging out with had, I don't even know if I should be saying this because it's ridiculous, babe, because, so one of them had like an escort with him, a police escort with him. Right. And that's how I was able to get out of that mess because they now had to send the escort back to get me. Now, wow. exactly, and it, it makes no sense, which is why I was saying, I don't even know if I should be saying this, because it, it makes no sense in the first place that I have to need that to be able to talk my way out of a simple situation of where are you coming from, where's your ID card? Where's your ID card? So here is what I'm thinking. If, I didn't, if my friend was not ahead of me, or if I did not have that friend, I don't even know if, you, you get what I mean. Like on a yeah. on on an average day, I don't know anybody. Would it would have been a different conversation. There were women yeah. there, like I said, who I left there. Who I mean, there was even a woman who was saying, "I have a husband. I'm married." She had to do that because she was trying to say, "I'm I'm a respectable person," and it it just was really painful to hear. I don't I don't blame her because there are so many things that we have to say to talk our way out of things. But at that point, it just occurred to me that this is what it has come to, right? This woman really practically had to say, look at my wedding ring. I'm married to someone. Because she had tried everything else and it wasn't working. So she thought, okay, maybe if I tell them I have a husband, they'll let me go. And so that happened. And then I was like, okay, so this shit is actually really real. Like this thing happens. And then, of course, you read stuff online. 
as I yesterday, it was it was said that about a hundred people have been killed in the last three years by SARS, which is ridiculous, which is crazy. Every other day, we see a video of a parent crying over the death of their child because a bullet hit them, child. and it's just I, too much. I think what most about SARS thing is the fact that they're so fearless with the way they carry out their activities. I mean, yeah. they tell people, I will kill you. I will kill you, yeah. yeah. Because they have that confidence that nobody will say anything. You are all, they, they say that you all just take care of each other. That's it. Man. The fact that yeah. young people in Nigeria have to Yeah. You manage and make something out of your life. And then you're, you're still so afraid to even be, how do I say, almost be present in the life that you created for, for yourself. yourself. Thank you. Attract People are afraid to leave their houses. attention. You know, so I mean, now, because you're able to make it, but again, you have to dress a certain way. You have to talk a certain way. You have to move with a certain kind of people that talk a certain way because you know if you do contrary to that, these people will look at you like you're a criminal. Yeah. You're a criminal because you're dressed a certain way. Yeah. You're a criminal because you use a gadget. Yeah. <laughs> a particular type of gadget. I I find it very interesting because you know the their biggest problem is iPhones. Now there are Exactly. On it, yeah. They just have a problem with you because they feel like, you know, how can you afford such expensive? What is so expensive in an iPhone 5? There was a tweet I saw about an iPhone 5 and I was like, hello. Not even an iPhone 5. So, to be honest, I think it's a mix of everything. So I think it's a mix of... Um, so the thing is, an average Nigerian, when they have power, don't know how to act. Let's not forget that. And this is very evident. This is, this is very evident in even something as little as being a security guard in at a bank or in at, a, at an estate. Even class prefect. Class prefect. As in, once you just give people some sort of, um, how do I put it now, power, authority. They just don't know how to act right. This is something that I've noticed as a trend in Nigeria, which is why you would go to a place and the security guy would be acting like, and I'm like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. What's wrong with He's you? the prime minister. Exactly. They talk to you <laughs> like you don't, like you're not a person. They act like, you know, your entire existence is just, subject to their approval there's just a way that people think that they should behave around here when they have power and i think that that's like where a lot of the issue stems from because add having a gun to that like having something that can actually kill a person in your hand 
with all of that mental struggle of juicy juicy so where this is the problem like do you understand like these things are so layered because there's so many aspects to this conversation so you arm people who already cannot handle even the slightest bit of power you put guns in their hands you tell them to go out and just do whatever also i'm i'm one of the people who strongly believe that these people are not acting alone they're acting there's a cabal of some sort i think who they report to because how else does it make sense that a bunch of nitwits uneducated scruffy scruffy looking people who just stand on the road and do whatever the fuck they want and these men wear slippers I know. They look like retards sometimes. Sometimes you see them and you think that these are crooked. But these are the people that are supposed to. Yeah, yeah. And let's not Like, how? And let's not even forget the fact that the irony that people who look, who come out of their house looking so. I don't even know what the word to use now. Oh are the ones who profile people based on their looks. Like, guys, can we be serious here? If anyone should be getting arrested for their looks, it's tax officials. They look like scrub. And I'm, 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 I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry to say that, really. Like, it's just really bad. It's just really bad that, you know, you would come out of your house looking like that, and then you would arrest people for how they look. <laughs> like what's not clicking what is not clicking except of course there's there's a lot more to this than you know just them being oh um special anti-robbery squad which is what they are not but i mean that's what and first of all they think the special anti-robbery squad i've not heard any news of them you know doing their special i know me too i know not a single one there was a tweet about you know someone said um, he called them because they were robbers in his house and they said they didn't have fuel in their car so they were not coming I mean half of, half of yeah so can we can we just be serious and say that this this should just throw the entire thing away it just has to go it just has to go again like you know like we said earlier this isn't even a fight that we can afford to um, not win this is not a fight that we can afford to lose because I feel like if they know now that we're serious, but they also are counting on us um, getting tired because this is going to do one or two things. This is going to either make them, you know, take us for granted more than they have taken us for granted in the past. Talking about the Nigerian government now, yeah. or this is going to make them take us seriously because they now see that there's power in the people's hands and they're going to use it. And I think that that must be scary for them because if I was the president right now, I'll be thinking, so you're trying to tell me now that a bunch of young children, I mean, this is me thinking like the average Nigerian their age thinks. It's, it's probably thinking... Attention exactly. If we want, if we want it to be long, we can we can stay. We'll stay on it. If we don't want to pay attention, we will not. Yeah, but this one exactly. Yeah. We're going to put them in jail. Yeah. 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 Yeah
time. Yeah, this time. This time. And I'm and I'm really ex- excited about that. Again, shout out to everyone who is doing something, trending hashtags out there, protesting, donating funds. Every single person. Shout out to you. We see you. And um, shout out to you guys. Yeah, just just just, just keep doing what you're doing because it's why why doing this and we're not going to back down because our lives depend on this. Another wild thing about our this lives. our lives our lives depend on it. So another wild thing about this whole thing is how what we're fighting for right now is not even anything other than our right to live. We're just saying, stop killing us. Just allow us to live. That's all we're asking. We're not saying give us, you know, it's a different conversation when we that we're even saying, oh, give us 24 hours electricity or, yes, or, or yes, or provide jobs or give us every basic amenity that makes life oh, easy. What We've like not even... We're just fighting for life, for right to live. And I feel like it's why this is so important. Yes. Young people in Nigeria have just died to the fact that government is not going to do anything for us. Yeah. So now, decided to take back and create job opportunities for ourselves, make True. our lives better, yeah. and make ends Yeah. So please just leave us alone. Yeah. So someone said this yesterday that you, you, you can't be free in your own country, you can't be free in another man's country. So like where can you be free? Like where? Where? Where are we free really? Your I mean, home size can make it your house. And kill you. Yeah. As a woman, yeah. even worse. Any any thing can happen. Like as a woman it's even yeah, worse you're because you're not in you this shit is crazy, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy, it's crazy. because not only not only are you afraid of SARS as a woman, you're you're afraid of the entire gender. Do you understand? Which still brings me to that the people that are saying, "Oh, you're making gender work," they're scraps. Because again, these are people are they male or female? Like I don't want. In, in the first place, the concept of gender war is very is very dumb to me. I don't know what that means. I don't know what it means. What does gender war mean, please? I've been asking and begging for someone to explain it to me in a way that it will ever make sense, and I don't see it. Because what you call a war, right, is between two equals. Like, it's between two people who are fighting each other. Maybe not equals, but at least have resources to fight each other, right? So say, for example, China is in a war with America. Yeah. But can we really say that for for men and women? Like, and can we? we can. Because who are we fighting against? What are we fighting against? So, to me, it doesn't I, even I make sense. Day, it mm. makes no sense at all. No, it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, I think that gender war, I think that words like gender wars and words like uh, misandry, I, I don't get it. <laughs> I honestly that's don't. You know that's the new one. Yes. Yeah, misandrist. What does that mean, sir? They what does that mean? Much. Your misogyny yeah, kills me. Your misogyny, like, puts me puts me in arm's way every single day. But how does my misandry hurt you? When was the last time you were afraid of leaving your house because misandry could just, you know, be hurtful to you? Yeah, but they'll tell you that, you know, they're afraid of sad. 
Yes, we are all afraid of SARS, Ine. Like, we're all here. We're all afraid of SARS. We're all having this conversation about SARS. And if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, why are we talking about SARS? And then we're talking about... Because we can walk and talk, baby. Because we can do both. Because that's why the because fact that... how our lives have changed. Yes. It's so strange to us. Yes. And unlike, unlike the other gender, we do not have the luxury of compartmentalizing this. Like, we... It's not, no, nobody is going to say, oh, because we're protesting SARS, they're going to stop violating women, okay? So, women are still dealing with women issues, despite the fact that this is ongoing for all of us. So, we have to learn to juggle yes. everything together. It's the only way we know how. It's the only way we've always known how. Know how it's, it's the only way we know how to survive. It's the only way we know. So, um, again, ladies out there, just shout out to you, man. Like, um, I know that for some people, it must be really tough, you know, just having to drop everything and go and, you know, protest, especially if you haven't even experienced. But just know that this is a fight that we all have to win. We all have to win. It's not something that we can back down from. It's something that, you know, all of us, um, we all have stakes in it because, like we said earlier, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Like, anybody can get it. Anybody can just get it. And this also is going to be a defining moment in how our government decides to treat us going forward. If we win this, then we have the attention and a lot of things will change for us. If we do not win this, which... Very, very true. Yes. If we do not win this, which is not an option, again, I say this is a win-win situation. We cannot afford to not win it. Um, it's, it's, just, uh, it's just not something that we can afford to do. So if you're, if you're out there and you're just thinking... Okay, so I can't go out and protest. There are so many things you can do. You can get on social media and just keep trending those hashtags. You might think that it's not doing anything. And SAS, just, you know, use all the hashtags. Retweet. Just be retweeted. I've retweeted more than I've ever retweeted in my life in the last 24 hours. And I intend to do more. Like, I'm just retweeting like an idiot. And I don't mind because this is a life and death situation. And it's just got to end. Like... Personally, I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I'm angry. And we need that anger sustained. We need to sustain that anger. So, which is why we all have to know that we all play a huge role in how this goes. So don't feel like because you're not out there protesting, you, there's nothing else you can do. For Because I have people who listen to this podcast from like different countries. For those of you who are listening outside of Nigeria, whether you're Nigerian or you're not, and you're wondering how to help us, you can help us by trending those hashtags as well by tweeting those things and just, you know, um, using the hashtags because that's the only way we would get the kind of attention yes. that we're looking attention to get. That yes. The attention that we need. One thing that our government responds to, international disgrace, always works like magic. So, <laughs> yeah, so when everything else fails, we, we can count on that because by the time we have it on Sky News, back to back, we have it on Al Jazeera, we have it on CNN, and you know the conversation just doesn't stop. Something would happen. I mean, so. I mean, look at yesterday, for example, when the protest started. This yeah. protest have been on for days. Yeah, it's been on for days. Day. Yeah, yeah. Today's the fourth day. And people are saying, "Oh, this this is not in the local news, not on any local media platform." And you know, people were coming up with excuses, talking yada yada yada, and so. You know what they said? Okay, let us trend the hashtags on Twitter. 
Yeah. Since the local media will not be international yeah. media watch. Yeah. And as soon as they started making traction and some media houses internationally started picking it up and retweeting and just talking about it on their platforms, guess who got to do Bernie? <laughs> Channels TV. Media. Yeah. 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 And and there's something to be said about Nigerian media houses. And I don't even want to get into that because yeah. I'm not having this yes, trend. Yeah. Let's just not. Another thing that people can say is the fact that, <laughs> and again, this brings me to the point where I say these people for the longest time have just seen us as jokers. They yeah. don't take us seriously. Yeah. Because I cannot understand why people have been trending a hashtag called NSARS for three days, that is two hours. Come the you people's commander in chief, because he's not my commander in chief. You people's commander in chief came and said, well, not really him, that, that guy that is tied for him. <laughs> now he's speaking, according to somebody, common entrance English telling us rubbish about him. Excuse, sir. You don't understand English. No, it doesn't. We don't, we don't want reforms. We want it to end. Actually, nothing to reform there. The, the other guy went talking about how So send them to Sambisa Forest then. Let them go. Let them go there. Let them go there. Let them go there. No. Let them go there. Also, there was a statement. I mean, there was a statement that. After, I mean, for the entire day, the president said nothing. And then later in the day, there was that, you know, series of unfortunate, unfortunate threads. That, I mean, that unfortunate unfortunate thread that ended up on Twitter where it was saying the vast majority of Nigerian police are, are law-abiding or, how did he put it, are good, a vast majority. And it's the dishonesty for me, really, because how can you lie like this? But then it makes sense because obviously you, you have to be a liar to to. Uh, I don't people know. treat us like we are children. Exactly. We so you like say a vast majority, yet there's almost mm-hmm. there's almost not a single Nigerian who doesn't have a story. There's almost not a single young Nigerian who doesn't have a story about SARS. But you are saying a vast majority of them are good. So all of Where this, ex- do you understand? So all of these bad experiences, all of these horrid stories, you are telling me that just a a minor, I mean, or just a few of them is responsible for all of these things across the oh, entire country. Do you understand? And then, and then let's not forget that the people on the road are actually junior officers. Though. They have orgas that they report to. Yes. So you're saying to me that all of those vast majority of the good ones, there's no, there's no one. Like, the thing is just ridiculous. To be honest, like it's really ridiculous. And um, if you are listening to this and you have parents in high places, and when I say high places, I just mean like your parents who are government officials, you might want to tell them that sometimes they they should run these things by you before they say them out loud to other people. Because 
it will go a long way. That way you can tell them that it doesn't work that way. Because they say a lot yes. of things. They say a lot of things that... Uh, it's just ridiculous. Like, how, how did that come out of your mouth? <laughs> and the era of counting on Nigerians to be respectful and not talk back, I, I think by now we've agreed that it's over, right? Because don't be and out here looking for respect where you haven't earned it. If you, you move, if you move anyhow, nobody cares how old you are. If you're not, no, people will check you. We will all check you because we are way past the stage of yes, sir. It is earned. So better be working. They better be working hard for whatever respect that they want. If not, it's it's um it's a jungle out here. Everybody can get it. I think it's high time that older generation realizes that this generation is not around generation that they thought were. Yeah. I think once they come to that realization, they give up because I, you know, sometimes I think about the things that they do and rubbish, the boldness that government officials come out saying rubbish things. Yeah. I, I think about it and I say, I think in their minds, it's the thing that we're thinking. Or were those children that were dropping off in primary school? So they think that we haven't grown up enough to be able to for ourselves so they can feel us forever and rubbish. Yeah. But that has ended. Guys, you better know that whoever you are, if you have family members that are going to tell them that they should understand that this is not the generation to try that mess with. It's not. It's not. You are going to get checked. Oh, yeah, there was something I wanted to say. So if you're listening to this, and you're one of the people who profile other people, if you're someone, if you're one of those people who, you know, judge people based on their looks, their sexuality, you're part of the problem, darling. Like, you're really part of the problem. And I'm here to tell you. So if you're, if you're someone who goes out of their way to say, oh, but you two, why are you gay now? Why wouldn't they slap you since you're gay? Don't you know it's against the law in Nigeria? I'm here to break it to you that you're part of the problem. You're part of the reason why... Oh, and it will get to you. And it will get to you. It will get to you. Don't worry about it. I don't care how straight as a ruler you are or how well-dressed you think you are. One day it will get to you because that's the kind of country we live in. And until we agree that, until everybody is free, none of us are free, we're all going to be rallying around this circle because that will end. Something else will come up. and you Something else will come up. So it's best for us to realize that Human rights are human rights. They are not special because, oh, you think you, because you are better than somebody else. That's when human rights applies to you, but it doesn't apply to the next person. So if you're some, if you're out there and you think people, people, um, members of the LGBTQ deserve, you know, the, the backlash and everything that happens to them on a daily basis because of their sexuality, you are really part of the problem. And I really hope that you look at yourself. It's always the audacity. Right. How to live their lives. And I don't care. Like, you're going to sit down there and be like, but God said. So, do what you think God says you should do. And leave everybody else out of it, okay? Like, if you can do that, it will just be perfect. I don't know. I don't know how else to say this without sounding... I don't know. It's just really sad. It's just really sad, but it has to be said. You are part of the problem. And if you think that... And if you think that you are immune to it, it will get to you. It will get to you. Especially as a Nigerian Best woman. Believe Best believe it. Especially as a Nigerian woman, no matter how well respected you think you are, it only takes five minutes for for someone to call you an Ashewo. It only takes five minutes it for them to... Get, 
He he reaches everybody. It's it's why for me it personally doesn't make sense to me that as a minority, as people who are oppressed, that who understand what oppression is, that we would even think to say that other people deserve oppression. Because you know that oppression is oppression. You understand it. It's something that is not new to you. So I mean, if you're out there and you're one of those people that just, you know, think that uh yeah. How about you change your ways so they stop harassing you? I'm sorry to break it to you, but you are part of the problem. So when we're ending SARS, when we're trending the hashtag, just know that there's there's a little bit of you in that hashtag somewhere. It might not be spelled out, but you're right there because it's the same rule that applies, right? So these people pick up people, they arrest them without charging them for anything and just pick them up because you are you look effeminate. So they pick they pick you up. It makes no sense. It makes no sense that people, people's rights can just be trampled upon that way. So as we go out and we fight to end SARS, I guess this is just me saying, also check your privileges. Also check your bias. Check your religious bias, your moral bias. Whatever bias you have, just check it because you are one person and life is bigger than you. It's bigger than what you think or how you see it, right? And it's okay for you to police your actions, but you can't police other people's actions. You can't police other people's, the, the way other people choose to live their lives. That's just evil. That's just disgusting. That's just too audacious. Like, why? It is. I, honestly, it's audacity. <sighs> first of all, you have to feel superior to another problem. Suivo so feel that, that way. Yeah. Right? Yes. Tell them how to live their lives and to look. First of all, we live in Nigeria, so you need to understand that there will always be somebody to your place. So, by well, you are, you know, profiling other people who are making them feel sympathetic. People remember, especially at the age, that again, <laughs> it will not take seconds for them to insult you. Yes. And, you know, yes. To degrade you. Yes. So when you're when they are doing that, and you feel a certain type of way, you feel anger, you feel resentment. Remember the people that you talk to anyhow, and you profile and try to control their lives because they don't have bias that you have. Yeah. So um, okay. So I think we're just going to. Uh, this has been a really nice episode. I think we're just going to wrap it up again by reminding you guys to keep the conversation going. It's it's our best bet at winning this to keep the conversation going. If you can, please dress up, go out and join a protest wherever you are. There's protests going on almost in every part of the country. There's protests going on in Ogoma Show for crying out loud. That's how serious Kaduna, this is. In Kaduna, in every single place, there are protests. Just wherever you are, just find the closest place to you. In Lagos today, there's like about five going on in different areas. And, yes. you know, that just makes me so glad because there's no excuse, right? So, the yeah, people, people express right way, now, just, just protesting. And I understand that not all of us can go out there and protest because some people cannot. Some people want to, but they can't for so many other reasons. But what you yes. can do, however, is to use your phone in the comfort of your home or wherever space you are to just keep talking about it online. Yes. Retweet the photos. If you see photos, save them, repost them on your Instagram, use the hashtags. Just keep the conversation going. Keep the conversation Just keep it going. As long as we make sure that we are not quiet, we're winning. We're going to win this. Like we, we do not have a choice than to win this. And also, don't forget to nothing is too small. There was a lady that was shot. Oh yeah, I wanted us to talk about that briefly. Right. 
Yes. So, um, I don't know, day before yesterday it was, right? Um, yes. There was a story, a video even online of a lady that was shot in the mouth by someone that she was in a relationship with or she had just gotten out of a relationship with, who is also a SAS official, I heard. So, this guy brought out a gun in broad daylight. I said, if you're not going to have me... And shot her in the mouth because she rejected him or she ended things. Again, is the audacity for me. <laughs> like, so what... <laughs> to be honest... When you think about You don't even know what to say because you're just like, okay. So she said no. And the next thing you thought to do... And the next thing you thought to do, and I've been processing it a lot. How do you shoot someone in the fucking face? How do you shoot someone in the fucking mouth if you are not? Uh, worse than a psycho even because he picked up his gun, guys. And I don't think it was a mistake or a fluke that he shot her in the mouth. I don't think so. I think it was really premeditated. This man really, really, really was going for something. He was going for something. He was. Go he wants to ruin her face. He wants to. He wants to ruin her face and disfigure her face. Like, and it's so painful to like. It's it's just so painful because women have to deal with a lot of this every single day of their lives. From partners abusing them to the people they are married to being abusive towards them to people they reject. Women are afraid to reject men because they are afraid to be killed. I mean, again, we talked about the lady who was so scared um, when the guy asked for her number yesterday and she had to give him number. She gave, she gave a stranger a number because she was afraid for her life. And you be. He's on the run now. And like I said yesterday, there's not going to be a place big enough in this life or in hell that wide him. Because every place will just give him up. I need to see him. He has to come out. Like, like every day when I wake up, I'm just like, you are going to come out. You you don't even have interest. You're definitely coming out. Because it, this just hurts different. Actually, I don't know, but I saw the video and it was too much for me. Like, it was a lot. It was a I lot. Didn't I, didn't, I, like, I, I didn't watch it, but I saw it on my timeline. You know one of those oh, things you see? I, I just couldn't. I, I just could not even open it. But the bit I saw just messed yeah. me up. I can't get it out of my head. I can see it right now as I speak to you. Like, I can see it and it's, it's so clear. So please, um, again, ladies, if you're out there and you're joining the process, please be safe. Please be safe. Please. Um, go in parks. Make sure you're hanging out with your friends. Don't um go and be by yourself because it's it's really not safe out there still. So we have to fight us and we still have to fight men. So please be safe out there. Please be safe out there. Uh, make sure that you go with your bodies. Have you know protest bodies. People that you know. Because again, I, I'm reminded of Toyin Salau and how I mean she she was killed by someone that she was at the protest with. So please, it's yeah. it's really again, it's not safe. As a woman, please, this is our life. We have to juggle. We don't have the luxury yeah. of dropping one to pick Honestly, one. We stop. don't. We have to. We do not have the luxury of dropping one mm -hmm. to pick one. So please, um, don't let your guards down. 
we see you, we love you, and we really, really, really are rooting for you. We hope that you stay safe out there. Um, again, don't forget to trend the hashtags. For Joy, the lady who was shot in the mouth, our medical bills is uh, about 5 million naira. Some money has been raised, yeah. but she can't have too much money because I'm sure there's a lot she's going to need. So please, if you check online, the details to um, send money into our personal account is there. Just use it. Whatever you have, just, you know. Um, and for those of you who want to donate towards the protest as well, there's, um, you know, an official, um, I think, official GoFundMe account or that Flutter we've yeah. created to... To, so, to, yeah, just, to, yeah, just, out, just, just check that out and just that. put money there. But like I said, we all have to do our bit. Because, you know, again, you see, in this country, people are still coming out and they try to do their own thing. Yeah. For five, 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 so much it's been a lot like it's it's yes it's been a really long year but we're still here and we're doing it so shout out to you guys again shout out to everyone, shout out to everyone. like if all you did today was just wake up and survive shout out to you man because shout out like yeah because it's really it's it's really been rough so um yeah yeah Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, Nancy. This has been amazing. Nancy is coming back I on the show. You don't want to go. I told you guys this girl is very serious. I don't know what to do with that. Yeah, so um, thank you so much, babes. Thank you for doing this. This has been, like, you know, really good. And, guys, she's going to come back. And when she comes back, we're going to talk about, like, other, like, really nice, um, important lady stuff. But for today, we decided to honor the yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> but today, we decided to honor the NSAS movement because that's the conversation that is really important right now to have, and we just right wanted to keep it going yeah. because we need to keep it going. It's important for all of us to show up. So please don't think because you're safe in the safety of your house, you, will, you this has nothing to do with you. You have friends, you have cousins, you have family members, and just be a decent human being and just do something. So. Do not not do something. Even if all you do is tweet about it, live tweet about it, or whatever, just do something, please. Because this matters to all of us, and this concerns us all. So, thank you so much, guys, for listening. It's our life we're fighting for. Yeah, it's our life we're really fighting for. We're fighting, we're fighting for our lives. So, women, don't forget to choose yourselves. Do it aggressively. Live as loudly as you want, because, man, you deserve yes, to. Yeah, yeah, so just go into that week and just live loudly, do you, express yourself, choose you, do it over and over again, be selfish about it. And don't forget to keep rocking your glow, whatever shade it's in. Thank you so much, guys. See you on the next episode. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>